Aloha, thank you for listening to Healing with Aloha podcast. I'm Dazen Hakias. Please follow us on Instagram at Healing with Aloha and also on TikTok, Healing with Aloha. And back to our episode. Aloha, I'm Dazen Hakias. I'm the host of Healing with Aloha, located on the island of Kauai. Today, I have the honor and privilege of introducing you to Sabrina Morris. Uh, she works for a company that helps people look good, feel good while you travel the world. Um, you know, what I really appreciate about her is her vibrance and just she's been through so much, but by her experiences, she's decided to make the best of it. And she also came up with a book, which I'm going to have her share about today. But with further ado, everybody, this is Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, and thank you so much for having me today. It's such an honor and a privilege to share with your audience. Thank you. Uh, so tell people a little bit about yourself and what inspired you to write a book. So what inspired me, The we co-authored the book with a best selling seven figure income earner. And in the process, I literally had asked God, I said, God, he made an announcement from the stage and said, you know, he wasn't looking for any additional authors. And I was like, God, I want to participate. So I had this, this soft prayer to God and I totally forgot about it. Well, I had the opportunity to put in a app to talk about, you know, if you were to co-author, what would you do? And I said, you know, my mother has been such a huge impact in my life. She's transitioned to be with the Lord now. And we would always tease her, we being all of her extra children, would always tease her and say, mother, even though you're not here, we'll still be able to hear your voice. <laughs> so in that, I said, you know what? What an honor to share my mother's wisdom with the world. So that's the focus that was presented to the publisher. And they said, yes, Sabrina, we like it. The only thing is, you're not like a lot of the other authors who have no material. You have so much material. You have to decide what to write. So, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, this is not going to be as easy as we thought. So the, it inspired the publisher to put out a video to talk about how to choose the best material for your book. One idea which jumped out to me was to address the elephant in the room. What happens when you show up ready to go and there's challenges? So you and I were talking a little bit before we push record, and, and I come from corporate America. I'm, I'm what's deemed as an enterprise architect. And as an enterprise architect, we go in and we solve problems for executives. So whatever would keep them up, the easiest way to explain it without going into a lot of detail, whatever would keep them up at night, they hire these niche consultants to go in and solve their problems. A lot of times when I go in to solve a problem, it's because another set of consultants were fired. They couldn't do the job. So I would get excited, right? However, there was an elephant that would show up in the room. And I'm just going to be honest with the listeners. 
So most of the consultants that were ahead of me were white male. Mm. And so now I show up in the room. <laughs> so I bit that elephant in the book. <laughs> so I share with everyone who have had challenges, because we all have challenges. We yeah. all hit walls and someone else's wall may be small to the next person because we're all different, right guys? We are all different. So one person's challenge, we don't judge each other's challenges, is what we do to get on the other side of them. I agree. So one thing I would always do is hold on to my confidence. Because a lot of times I would be in a meeting being the only person of color, and a lot of times the only female of color, oh, and I could say something like, let's say, just for conversations, I say the solution is ABC. I said it. And then they go on as if it has not been said. Ten minutes later, someone who does not look like me says, the solution is ABC. And everybody in the room goes, ah, that's such a great idea. <laughs> so how do you get past not being heard? Mm. And one thing I would always do is keep, do not cast my confidence aside. You have to know who you are and whose you are. I agree. So know your worth and not base it off of people's validation. Exactly. And that can be very challenging at times, especially when they're in your face. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, like making you feel like you're less than when you're not. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things we spoke about before, um, you know, we started recording is, can you share about the way your, your mom raised you about character? Mm, the value yes. of someone's character. Yes, that's, that's an excellent question. So my mother, she's mostly Native American. And in our family, there's all ranges of complexion, which makes us very beautiful. I, I like, you know, just hanging out with my family, like, oh, you're so beautiful, you know, there's, <laughs> there's such a variety. And it makes it fun. So my mother always raised us that people are people, mm. no matter who they are, they're people. And so I never really saw people, and I know this sounds strange to a lot of people, they're probably saying, how could she not see her color? She looks in the mirror every day. No, that's not what I saw. I saw God created me as a woman with melanin. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm a person just like anyone else. So my mother always taught us to talk to people and, and vet people based on the content of their character and not the complexion of their skin. That has nothing to do with it because on the inside, we're all the same. We all have a body, we all have a soul and we're living in a body. That simple. Mm -hmm. And then you got older and then reality is you come across people who aren't raised with those same values. Exactly. And how do we overcome that? How do we get past that? And one time I had an office where I was working a special project in a Fortune 500 company. And I literally wrote the scripture that says on the whiteboard, and it said, cast not your confidence aside. And some of the biggest 
challenging people, if you will, because God wants us to love everybody, even if they're unlovable. He still requires us to love them. And I call it passing love, passing the test called loving the unlovable. Mm, 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 mm. It's the easiest thing to do. But, but that's what God wants us to do. So I said, God, how am I going to do this? So I wrote this on the board, cast not your confidence aside. And every time someone would walk in the, into my office, they would see that and they would say, hmm, what does that mean? <laughs> and I said, don't forget, you have to practice the love unlovable, <laughs> you know, as a practice. Don't say what you want to say. I said, oh, it's not important. What do you need? How can I help? <laughs> Right. I didn't want to say that was written on the board because you exist. I did not say that. Because <laughs> you need to be more loving. <laughs> I had to walk in love, right? So, so that that's one of the the tools that I use. I use God's word a lot because a lot of times people say, "Oh, you know, you just quote script." No, it's how do you take God's word and apply it into your life. So that you get the results you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and how you maintain your level of professionalism in depending where you're at. Like if you're in a workspace, there's things you would say and do you couldn't do because of your workspace. But had you been out of the workspace, maybe you would handle it differently. But it's like having that um, the self control to, mm -hmm. to handle it, but according to where you're at, like, you know, within means of where you are. <laughs> yeah. Can you share with people um, the one thing that you have to learn as far as like, you know, working in corporate and understanding that after so many years, you realize that I can do this, but I don't want to. And, and why it was important for you to shift your values and your focus because that like the way your mom raised you and you know there's engagements you had along the way um in the workplace that it was like mm, it's not worth it anymore can you explain to them what you learned well one thing i learned is that you have to hold on to your goals and objectives even though you're there working for for a big business because you're an employee working for big business. They are making money off your talents, your skills, and your ability. Bottom line, yes, you get a paycheck every week or month or day or, or six months or however you get paid, but the bottom line, they're gonna make more money off of you than what they pay you. That's mm -hmm. just how corporate America is set up. So one thing I would recommend each and every one of us to do is make sure we have a vision for our life and where we're going and what our personal goals and objectives are. And make sure that while you're working in the E quadrant or for big business, you are doing it because it aligns with those goals and objectives. And when that stops happening, when that doesn't work anymore, you need to stop, if I may, stop full breaks, do an assessment and make a shift and a change. Yeah. So what happened for me personally, the alignment was way off. What I like to do, my heart's desire, is to travel the world and take shots like this, this. behind me. See it? <laughs> yes. 
That's what I like to do. However, when you report up to upper echelons, especially in C-suite executives, you can be the only person in the room with the answer. And if you want to take a vacation, all of a sudden you're not dedicated. So mm -hmm. I have to take ownership because I allowed that mindset to shift my decision and not take vacation. Mm -hmm. So I was working. I had no hobbies, guys. Audience, did you hear what I said? I did not even invest in my own personal self hobby. I had, I didn't even do what I enjoyed doing. I enjoyed solving problems, but when you do too much of one thing, it's not good. I think there's a country of Western song about that. But anyway, side <laughs> <I> note. <laughs> but if you do too, too much, too much, too much, too much, and you don't have that balance, I do not want any of you out there who are listening to the sound of my voice to have to have your doctor lean in, look you in your eyes and say, when are you going to quit that job? Wow. Because your life is so out of balance, it's impacting your health. Or let's take it the next, another step for, further. Let's say you have a spouse, a loved one, whose primary love language is quality time, and you're spending all your time at work. That's telling your spouse that you love that job more than them. Yes, okay, the check does come in, but there are multiple streams of income out there. There are multiple ways to generate income. And, and one, uh, I know some of you know who Robert Kiyosaki is. If mm -hmm. not, he did the Rich Dad, Poor Dad book. And that in there, he says, about you. Yes, 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 that's right, that's right. <laughs> And so he did the quadrant where I say everybody needs to understand where money is generated, period. Then you take a step back. Remember those goals and objectives that you have personally and align it with the quadrant. There's the E quadrant, employee. Okay, we talked about that a moment ago. Then there's the S quadrant, the self-employed quadrant. You mm -hmm. don't show up, it doesn't get done. You haven't quite figured out how to leverage other people's skills and talents yet, but you can do that as well. So, and then on the other side, there is the big, the B quadrant or the big business That's where a lot of the E employees work for. Hmm. Or you can make a shift and why not create your own business and you leverage other people's networks, talents, and skills. And then there's my favorite quadrant, the I quadrant. Now, this quadrant makes me so excited. I get all, <laughs> you know, the emotions take over. I'm like, what are we going to learn now? The I quadrant is the investment quadrant, and that's where your money goes to work for you. You don't have to show up. The money is working. <laughs> like, I call them soldiers. My soldiers are at work daily. Right? <laughs> so everyone out there needs to understand those four areas and make a conscious decision where you want to play. Mm. You want to, I, I know people who play well in the E quadrant. They, make, they do well, but they also invest their money too. They learn about the I quadrant. We in this time with so much going on, which we're not going to get into right now because I don't know half the stuff that's going on. So with so much going on right now, one thing God always says is his people perish for lack of knowledge. I encourage everyone out there 
learn something. Learn something new. Even if it's, you know, you have a child that's learning tap, hey, take the class with them or take a class and surprise them. When you put on your tap shoes and you're dancing <laughs> side by side, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, learn something new. Explore and find out what your hobbies are. I always tell everyone, God deposited so much into us. You know, and I'm going to be specific. I'm talking about the God that sent Jesus to die for us on the cross. I have to be specific, you know, nowadays. I want to make sure that's understood. God puts so much on the inside of us. And until we really go and apply ourselves and do different things, we really don't know what's on that inside, in the side of us. And you and I were talking about different talents we started exploring on our own. And yeah. I won't mention all of them because I don't know if you want to <laughs> because you'll get me back. You're like, wait, Miss Sabrina, I'm going to tell this. <laughs> yeah, let's just see, guys. I'm excited for her, what she's about to do on the back end. <laughs> <laughs> Insane here. There's a lot for your audience is going to be exposed to in the near future. You know, so that's the whole part of the hobbies thing is um, I, I had an interview with someone last year and I asked her, she was in her 20s. So I was like, so what's your advice for older people? And I, so I'm the age of her parents. So I was like kind of cracking up, right? And then she said um, that older people need to um, play more because she noticed that as um, when she looks at older people, they always seem bored. And mm. so... And so she she's into comic play uh, comic con and she's into computers and so you know she has she has a she's a, a high paying job but the one of the things she does for her fun is like comic cons and um she plays video games and whatnot and that was her advice was that for older people to to continue playing and having fun mm -hmm. with life mm -hmm. and and that's why it's important for us to have hobbies because we have to be in touch with our inner child. Um, you know, we're, we're children, we're, we're always in our hearts. And so we need to go back to what sparked joy in us. We're, yeah, we have to pay our bills and provide for our families, but we, we do need to enjoy our lives while we're here too. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Can you tell them um, the title of your book that you did publish? Yes, it's called Limitless Success, Create a Life with No Limits. And what what was the underlying, because you have so much you have to share, and I know I'm predicting there's going to be more books. Um, what made you decide to go with this one first? Ooh, well, one was, one was my mother's wisdom and being able to share that with everyone. And when I say that, my mother, like I can be in a situation where I'm watching a mother interact with her child or a, a father interact with their son. And, I'm, and I could say, you know what? My mother would say, well done. He's really handling that situation well. Oh. I saw uh, one, so I was in one of my favorite stores and I was in there shopping and one of the little kids just decided to go like insane I mean just screaming and yelling and a lot of parents today won't address it they just ignore it which in my mother's wisdom that does not help the child you know and she would say that that does not help that child 
You know, you need to step up and be the parent, be the friend later and the parent now. That's an example of my mother had so much wisdom in so many situations, no matter what. We all still hear her voice. And it's like, how did she know that we were going to face this? So back to the gentleman, he, he was there with his wife and his daughter kept pushing it. And he took her little hand and took her to the bathroom. And she was like, no, dad, I won't. I said, wow, good on him. He stepped up and said, you know what? I'm the parent. And when I tell you, you're going to behave like an intelligent little child, and I know you are in a public space, that's what I said. When he came out of the bathroom, that little girl was a whole new little girl. And I was so proud. I was like, yes. Parents being parents is so exciting to see. So I say that to say my mother's wisdom spanned. She blew that whole myth of single women raising men. All of her pallbearers were her sons. She birthed one of them. But each and every one of them saw her as their mother. Wow. And I think it's just amazing, like, how you um, – oh, I just – I got to plug in my phone, <laughs> how you uh, could give a tribute to her because sometimes we don't realize that uh, who who we become is, is from others who went before us and that they've struggled to pave the way for us and that we can mimic them in doing that for people. Whether we have kids or not, um, there's people that are coming up after us that will we'll benefit from our bravery and our courage, whether it's to take care of our, our health, you know what I mean? Um, whether it's for us to write that book, uh, whatever we choose for you to, to do the business that you do, um, that you, you pave the way for other people to have the courage to do what is right for you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what I, I respect about how you live your life and how you just want people to to do that for themselves. It's not about being you, but being the best version of themselves. Exactly, exactly. Because God made us all different and unique. And I don't know who said this, but someone said, you know, if everybody was the same, then we wouldn't need you, you know, or we wouldn't need the audience, right? We would just need one person on the earth, that's it. But no, God made us, I mean, I'm looking out the window now and it's snowing. And every single one of those snowflakes are different. If yeah. God can make snowflakes different, he, he did the same thing with us. And each and every one of us have amazing gifts to share with the world. And until we push ourselves past our own limits, or some of those that, the yeah, past our own limits, bottom line. Because limiting beliefs are just just that. It's, it's, a, it's a fictitious lie from the enemy that's how i see it yeah and every time you're uncomfortable keep pushing because you're going to grow you know you're going to go and then once you grow there keep pushing discover something else new about yourself and then you grew grew a little more and then keep pushing and it just becomes well, and then for also for you, um, you grow, but you build connection with people who are like-minded that yes. enjoy the things you do because you travel and you go to places that you 
your family and friends have never thought or heard of or been to um you connect with people during your travels and and you learn about their culture and you learn about them mm -hmm. but it it expands your mind and your your heart your soul and your gratitude towards your creator and you know for people mm -hmm. yes and you bring up a good point i think that the more people travel the more we would understand each other mm -hmm. you know the more that we get on a plane and go somewhere that we haven't been before or Drive. Go down the street. You never even exactly drove down before, and then meet meet someone. You know, there there may be someone. I saw something absolutely amazing. I was going to well, this was before all of this stuff started happening, and I was driving to salsa class one night, and it was dark. You went to salsa. Oh was, my gosh, you took salsa. I used to teach. Yeah, I haven't danced in so long. You know, <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation because okay. everything that happening so this gentleman this older gentleman was crossing this really busy street i mean it was a busy street and he must have been in his 80s and he fell oh no and so because i'm a driver like i am i hit my hazards and i start flashing my brakes and then every car across from me did the same thing and this guy ran out into the middle of the street and help the little senior. I wish I had my camera. This time I didn't have my camera. I'm shocked, but he helped the little senior across and we all took our time, you know, just held off the traffic. And I said, man, that's what it's about. You know, helping each other in a time of need. Let's be good to each other. Yeah, no, I totally agree because your kindness will not be forgotten. And, and, and I think that's part of healing is your ability to care for yourself so you can, out of the overflow of your heart, you can help other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, right. What is, so um, thank you so much for this time that we had together and more. We had a lot of time together before this <laughs> interview. Um, what is the best way for people to find you? Well, the best way for anyone to reach out is they can reach out to me on LinkedIn at SD as in Delta Travel One, as well. Oh no, that was Instagram. I didn't hear myself <laughs> until later. Instagram. So they can reach out to me on Instagram as well and just say, hey, I saw the podcast, you know. And then the book is also available on Amazon and Kindle under the title Limitless Success with Sabrina Morris Create a Life Without Limits. Nice. And then if um, people wanted to do work one-on-one -on -one with you, uh, what is the best um, way for them to find you? Oh, yes. So feel free to send us an email at uh, support. It's kind of weird to say at support at the lifestylepromoter.com. Uh, lifestyle and feel free to reach out, send us an email, let me Give us your comment, you know, and comment below as well on YouTube. Feel free and I'll check from time to time to post and respond as well. And then let's see where we're missing. LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn as well. If you put in the lifestyle promoter, I should come up. Okay, guys, um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm Dazen Hakias and um Healing with Aloha. You can find Healing with Aloha on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest and TikTok. Healing with Aloha.
You guys have a great day. Aloha. Stay on. And um, bye, guys. Bye.